Oh my god, is it actually is it actually rolling this time, guys? Sorry about that. A few technical gremlins getting off the uh getting off the start there, if I can quote uh, my peer, the Viper. Technical gremlins, guys. Bloody uh, gizmo, spike and crew. Probably in the bloody mixing desk eating the bloody Cornetto soft, probably knowing them. <laughs> knowing them. Oh god, hope they don't get hope they don't get bloody wet, I tell you. Tell you, you want to keep that fucking gizmo away from me. If you want to keep him fucking, dry, if you want to keep him fucking dry, you want to keep that fucker away from me. <laughs> gizmo, look, I'm not talking about that now. Listen, I'm just saying that I've had a couple of technical gremlins. Okay, this this podcast today, this is like the fourth time starting this because I was on the wrong, I was on the I was on the wrong audio whatever channel, and I kept stopping. And I'm left here on my own devices, and I'm fucking, I'm a little dumb-dumb sometimes. I don't know what I'm doing. I just need to stop swearing. I need to stop swearing. It's Christmas, guys. I do not need to be swearing so much. Um, but as well, last week, I'm so... Uh, my podcast was the volume of a child's whisper. It was like a shy child trying to ask Santa to get his parents back together. That's what it sounded like. It was embarrassing. That made me really sad, that child, just now. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, listen. If I am a cat, which spiritually I am, of course, you know, my alter ego litter box, which I've already established, that if I got to fulfill my VR second life paradise, as well as obviously being the ruler on Pride Rock and having a sea of nalas, I myself would be a Andrew Lloyd Webber sexy cat who dresses like Shawn Michaels, goes by the name of litter box with three X's. I've already established this. This is shit show canon. But in terms of my cat alter ego, I'm on borrowed time in terms of nine lives. I think I've used them all up. My technical nine lives. I've had a bloody technical snafu mean just a whole week went by I didn't get a podcast though. I had a bloody child's whisper of a show last week, which I still haven't uploaded a louder version of. And then getting off the ground today. So I'm on borrowed time. And I am on borrowed time. I tell you, I've been run off my bloody feet like a little elf. You asleep like little elves, huh? <laughs> oh, you're asleep, huh? Like little elves. I told you that. That was probably my that was probably my story of 2020 was uh, the time we went on the Wicklow Way hike and we uh, upset one of the Eastern European campers. Anyway, I'm not talking about that now. I'm also I'm talking about Christmas presents on this pod. That's what we're going to be talking about. I am going to be giving you my top free or custom presents that you can make under the price of a tenner present list extravaganza. But look, let me tell you about my technical prowess because I was in the middle of this talking about that. I consider myself a very technically gifted uh, youngster. Charles Xavier's uh, School for Gifted Technical Youngsters I would be in attendance of, right? Uh, Terry, Terry doesn't, let me tell you about my wife. She just looks at the TV. She stares at the square and she just goes, will you get, will you get pretty little lies on that? Now, look, that's an HBO show. I don't have the channels, right? Yeah, I get it on there, right? I don't have the channels. I don't have Sky Atlantic. I'll be honest with you. But I guess I watched all Game of Thrones. I will not be watching any more of it, though. I can't believe. It's like... It's like a Michelin... A Michelin... <laughs> Sorry, a bit of a bit of a reverb here on the mic. I'm under technical gremlin. A Michelin star tasting menu. And the last course is a shit, a human shit. And you're like, oh my God, there is no bloody volivon in the previous course that is going to make up for the fact that you literally served me shit. Anyway, um, but yeah, Terry just doesn't understand. Terry just is like, will you get, get that up? Get that up on the TV there. Will you put on something there? You know? And I just will fucking pull from the universe. We had the fam over yesterday um, for a little bit of a, a, a roast. Uh, I said, hey, mother-in-law, you're giving me all that. I was roasting them all. Well, I'm not going to tell you their names, you know. Here, you are so fucking dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of any roast. I don't want to think, I don't want to think of any, any actual roast, you know. You're bleeding. You're on the naughty list. I don't know. I can't think of any roasts now. Without giving out in a way about my, my, my in-laws. But listen, we had them over. Um, Father-in-law was sitting there. And he was all like, wants to see the Munster match. And I took out my laptop and boom, 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 boom. Don't ask me. Don't ask me how. I do not have the channels. But I had the Munster match on the TV. 
and they're just watching it and it's not even you know I'm not say I'm not saying I'm not saying that they should be oh my god Tony you are incredible how did you do this I am so fully aware that you do not have the channels how did you even get it on no it was just very thanks 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 for getting on the TV you know but like what I had to do you know I felt like proper cyberpunk I felt like a proper you know, log in, eyes roll back, getting the monster match on the TV. So I pride myself on my technical prowess. So I have to say that I'm incredibly emasculated. I feel emasculated that I let you down so severely um, last week. And look, you were emasculated. What emasculated? What's a man? What's a man? What's a woman? You know what I mean? What's an envy? I'm not getting into that now, but I'm saying that. Well, I suppose what, what, what being masculine, what being masculine for me means, right? I'll tell you this. It, it's not about. It's not about power. It's not about dominance for me. It's about just being when you're really asked to do the job. Do you know what I mean? When you're really asked. Because sometimes you're asked to do the job. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. You know, and you're like, and you don't do it. You know, but when you're really asked to do the job and you do it, that's that's what, <laughs> that's what being masculine means to me. It's just not being inept and actually delivering on the thing that you said that you were going to do. Do you know what I mean? For For the people that you're in care of, your family, you know. That's that's, you know, and, 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 you know, my wife is a fabulous project manager. I get to fully leech off her incredible talents as a project manager in our family unit. And the least I can do is bring the bins out. You know what I mean? And I, that's so. So I now I now view bringing the bins down and getting fucking <laughs> milk dribbling fucking God awful wet dog smelling milk. I don't know why it smells like a wet dog or the or the or the or the. The, the potatoes that I left under the press so long that they turned into mulch. They turned into actual mulch because I didn't take them out of a plastic bag. Because I'm used to potatoes growing fucking legs and growing a beanstalk. And we just, you know, we'd cut that off and we'd still use the rest of the potato. But I didn't know about having them in a bag and making them go into... Anyway. Carrying out dirty shit makes me feel like a fucking... You can trick yourself. <laughs> you can trick yourself, right? So doing the dirty jobs... Doing the dirty jobs, what need to be done, putting my hand into the sink and taking out a bit of cabbage. Do you know what I mean? The, st the stuff that used to make me a boy wince and now me a man, big strong man, I have a tattoo on my arm and I get the fucking cabbage out and I put it in the bin and I don't wince. You know what I mean? Getting a bit of shit on my finger, cleaning the boy and not having to immediately run off to the bathroom crying like a big child, right? Finish the job with my finger now raised in the air. I just don't use that finger until I finish the job. I got shit on my finger, and now that is a liability, and I have to make sure that finger, usually the index, I now... And then doing the nappy with the rest of the fingers that are not the index because the other one's hovering the ground because they're hovering the air because it's got shit on it, right? That's now... Does any of this make sense? <laughs> does any of this make sense? That's what makes me feel like a man. That and my technical ability, ability to deliver pirated content onto my TV screen for my wife and um, delivering average quality podcasts to you to you the most important look my wife doesn't listen to this right the kid he's not going to find these podcasts for under 16 years you are the most important person in the world to me that you're listening to this well no the patrons are but you come in very close second if you're not a patron <laughs> Anyway, I'll tell you who the third most important person is to me, and that is the sponsor of this podcast. Let me tell you about Dubliner Irish Whiskey. I've been loving it, right? Because it's aged in bourbon barrels, you get a nice little sweet bourbon taste off that. You could use it in an old-fashioned if you want. That's not what it's aimed for because it's an Irish whiskey. Still is an Irish whiskey at the end of the day. So most of the time, I've just been drinking it on the rocks. Bit of ice, still a sippy sippy, enjoying it responsibly. Of course, that's the only way you should do it. And I've told you before, right? You're prob you might even get a gift. You might be someone who has expressed to in-laws or family members that you like whiskey, right? And they might end up getting you something that's like, you know, you know some quote-unquote fancy whiskey that you're just going to leave. It's going to be on the shelf. It's going to be burning the neck off you, right? It's going to be inaccessible whiskey, right? And you're going to be like, oh, we're, sa oh, we're saving that. I tell you, I've got some, <laughs> I tell you, I've got some expensive whiskeys, okay? Now, we got an expensive whiskey as a wedding gift, right? It's left there, right? It's not even it's like a special occasion. We say, oh, we have it as a special occasion. We have it. Burns the neck off us, right? That's not what the Dubliner does, right? Nice, smooth, accessible whiskey that you can mix. You can drink on the rocks. You can drink straight. And if you want it, 
Let me tell you how you can get it. You can go to the DLD.com and if you put in the code fuck the boats, they're such legends for using this code fuck the boats you can get 10% off the whole selection of Liberty's uh, Irish whiskies Liberty's Dublin Liberty's distillery Irish whiskies um, and there's a lot on there and you've got ones that are aged a bit longer you've got some that are younger you've got some that have been aged in different barrels it's fun. you got some lovely ph- phenomenal phenomenal stuff you got lovely whiskey on there and they do free deliveries to Ireland this side of Christmas so I highly recommend going over there to the DLD.com putting in fuck the boats get 10% off the best Irish whiskey and I've told you this I stand by the Dubliner Irish whiskey whatever it comes out about them next year right <laughs> and their and their execs and their CEOs I stand by them completely take this take this clip out of context for whatever happens to them no um, but they're a fine brand thank you very much for sponsoring this podcast anyway look should we just get on with it <laughs> get on with it now that we can actually hear you for a change, how about we actually get on with it? And this is the special Christmas gift. I have not got anything. I've not got any of me bits, right? I'm even in a KK, which means I literally have like two presents to buy for the whole year. And I've got nothing, right? So I'm going to give you some phenomenal last minute Christmas gifts that you can come up with. I'm going to tell you what some of my favorite Christmas gifts I've got have been. And we're just going to have a bit of a Christmas extravaganza. Oh, pardon. Here today on this special Christmas gift episode of the Tony Cantwell Shit Show. Have you got all your bits? I don't have any of my bits. And I'm telling you, this has been the easiest Christmas ever because I've got like two big KK things that I'm in and I'm not, I'm not, I'll tell you what I want to do. You know, when they, you know, do you know, actually, it wasn't around, right? Because we're Catholics, we're not Christians, right? We never had this, right? But a whole Christian thing is, look, all of your worries, all of your worries, give them to Christ, okay? All of your worries. T- let me take, let me shoulder your worries. Let me shoulder all of your concerns. I used to say that to a guy, I had a guy who was a uh, devout Christian in my sales team in the UK. And whenever things were dipping or whatever like that, I'd say, look, Give give all your worries to Christ. <laughs> I would say this to another man. I would say, look, mate, just give all your worries to Jesus Christ. I know you believe in that, you know. Give all your worries. <laughs> now I'm looking back. Was that kind of explo- was I there exploiting his uh, his love of Jesus Christ so that I could um, get an Apple Watch <laughs> for making sales? Is that what I did? Yes. Um, yes, I did. But it works. It works. That's the thing that I miss the most. I used to be, let me tell you this, me and Jesus, I used to just be sitting like their proper pint man, just being like, you know, let me tell you, tell you, Christ, let me tell you what, what you should do, right? Like burning the ear off Jesus every night. Oh, and I tell you, oh my God. And she, and, you know, she said she liked me, but, you know, she's see, hanging out with everyone else. You know, oh, what do I do? Jesus Christ, you know. I remember my PlayStation 1 broke and I prayed for a week. I prayed. And then it turned out I just had the fucking, um, the Hertz switch. It was something, there was some, I had it switched the wrong way. And I, and I wept for, I wept and prayed to Jesus Christ <laughs> for a week. The longer I go without believing in Jesus, um, the more I I become a bit disassociated with the kind of internal monologue. I used to be speaking to someone else. I don't like speaking to myself anymore. I used to be speaking in all of my internal monologue. I was always kind of talking to God. I always felt like I was talking to God. And now I'm just talking to myself. And you know what I'm saying to myself? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All those negative, all those negative, yeah, you're right. Beforehand, I was just giving it, and I'm like, I don't know, God, and, you know, and it was, just, it was getting stuff off my chest. It was going into a, it was going into an empty hole, but I felt like that hole, you know, was going, was, it was, de- it, was de- it was the delivery, that's the post box to Santa, that's the post box to God. I used to also pray to Santa in my mind as well. He was God as well. <laughs> and I told you this on the last episode, like, I do not want my child loving Santa the way I loved him. I was in love with the man. Told you I would have joined the cock and militia for the cunt, right? I would have killed a man. I would have killed elves for him. If it was all of a sudden Santa's like, great, now us elves have to take on the fucking frost giants. I'd be like, first in the queue, just give me a chainsaw reindeer and I'm and I'm down to clown, right? Um, 
what am I talking about? So yeah, I miss I miss giving over my worries to another higher power. <laughs> to be to be perfectly honest, and I used to have it, and I might get back into it. Can you just? Is there just? Can not? I don't want anyone pointing me in the right direction, right? But is there any kind of like thing where you can do that? <laughs> is there any kind of like you know light, uh, light Christian Christianity? You know, I don't want to do the whole. I don't want the Jesus thing. I just kind of want someone to endlessly listen and, you know, give me worries over to something else. You know what I mean? Now that I have a lot of worries, I don't. I told you. I I told you this in the last pod or on the Patreon pod. I'm literally living in a barrel full of tits. I'm the luckiest guy alive. Um, But I do miss not having, you know. Anyway, I'm I'm just repeating myself. How did I get onto this? How did I get onto this? I haven't done me bits. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't done me bits, um, but I will. Look, everything's going to be fine. That's why I'm here. I am here to deliver to you my... I just thought of these because, I'm look, I'm a creative guy. And literally, what else? What else? I do 100 podcasts a year. What else? <laughs> I do 104 podcasts a year. Like, what else are we talking about? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I don't have a producer here. I don't have being like, guys, we're talking about... Uh, we're talking about... Would you know... Does, that, does anyone actually know anyone who got any call? Does anyone actually know anyone who got any call? <laughs> did anyone actually know anyone who's going to Not to slag it, you know what I mean? Not slagging anyone. Because what else should we say? What else do you say? I've been running out of fucking time. <laughs> I ran out of st- I know, no, we're not getting there. Listen, so I'm going to tell you my top Christmas... <laughs> my top my top Christmas presents that I invented that are totally my own idea that you can do for your friends that I'll never do. These are also the, like the lovely Valentine's gifts that I recommended you do, and then I fucking got me wife a uh, pair, of <laughs> a set of flowers, a bouquet of flowers like four days late, right? So look, so look, don't listen to me, right? Look, guys, please stop idolizing me. Do you know what I mean? Please stop, please stop putting me up there as you know an icon <laughs> and you know uh, a guru. I'm not a guru. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a guru. These are just these are just my some ideas just came off the top of the dome, right? That, again, I will not do. But I think if you had the gumption, you know, if you had the bubba gumption to do this, I think you should I think you should uh, consider these gifts, whatever. <laughs> no, but listen, you might have a KK, right? And a KK, funnily enough, some of the KK presents are a great time to shine, right? And to do something that's on it because you, you got 20 quid. Like, what are you going to get? You know what I mean? Whisk, fucking whiskey stones again. Let me tell you about whiskey stones. Do not be drinking any Dublin Irish whiskey with whiskey stones, right? Water, what? You know what? Water getting into it. Yeah, they've got these whiskey stones because it basically means it's a base whiskey. You actually don't want any wet and else wet in there. So you want to get, we still want to chill. Don't be wasting time with whiskey stones. You're just going to lose them, right? They're not good. I, I don't know why I'm so at war with whiskey stones, but I am, right? Um, But with a KK, it's a good opportunity for you to do something kind of nice and special and kind of stand out. Be like, I'm that sort of person. There's not much you can do to kind of show, especially now, if you started a job in this year, you probably haven't, haven't, you know, met up with a lot of people. You've all been working from home. They don't really know your personality because you kind of haven't gone out. You haven't been on the piss, you know, like I feel like any kind of I feel like whenever anyone starts in a new job, they need they should really be going out on the piss, you know, and then the next day, everything's everything's fine. Do you know what I mean? Um, What am I talking about? Do you know what? I mean, it's very, when you start in a new job, you know, I can only imagine what it's like on Zoom, but you start in a new job and like, you're not, you don't want to be so fucking loud. You don't want to be like Peg, you know, Peg the dog who starts in work and all of a sudden she starts getting on like a house on fire with everyone. Do you know what I mean? I've already talked about this before in the fuckable Disney animals episode. You know, you don't want to, you, you can't come out the gates fucking firing because then, you know, we are Irish at the end of the day. Be like, back in your fucking hole now. I don't like this person, you know. So you have to kind of show your personality without showing too much of your personality. And the best way to do that is to laugh at other people's jokes. So you hear them from across the office. You know what I mean? Being like, oh, Jono, oh, man, you hear, oh, man, the state of you on Friday. And you, you're hearing that from down the other office. It's your first day. And you're like, ha, 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 ha. I don't know who either of you are. <laughs> you know, you're just showing that you're good crack because you're laughing along or you're smiling, you know, smiling with your eyes or or you hear someone's talking about the Mandalorian, you know, and they're like, oh, my God, like, could you believe Boba Fett's fucking back? You know, I don't know why I'm laying into whoever this guy is, by the way. Right. <laughs> whoever this guy is, um, this this voice that I'm doing. Um, but you hear people in your work are talking about Mandalorian. 
which is just the fucking best fucking show on TV. It is so unbelievably good. But anyway, you hear people talking about The Mandalorian, you kind of pop your head up, be like, but you still don't want to be out of your shell to be like, oh my God, did you see Mandalorian? You just, you just you have to be like, oh. <laughs> and you're like shaking your head and like nodding your head like with your eyes really wide like <laughs> to show that you're good crack. I'm saying it's difficult to show your personality when you just start in a new job. And a good way to do that could be with the KK to get something very impressive and with a lot of thought for the whatever 10 quid limit or 20 quid limit. So that's kind of where we're fitting this whole thing here, right? Is any of this usable? Whatever. Why am I so... Gary, do you know what it is? Do you know where Gary's gone and why Gary's back? Because I genuinely have been so pushed for time that I actually ha- I actually have had to do these podcasts. Fucking raw! Uh, would normally, I, I would have time to edit the hell out of them. But since doing the videos, I've been like, I feel... I have to just I have to just leave it record and then whatever whatever comes out is whatever comes out because the as I said I'm a little little um fucking little gaffineer and fraggle rock the windows are so small in which to do this you know um and as a result of that it means I know that I can't edit this out and then Gary pops his little head up and he's like oh yeah you know what you don't do anymore get here so leave it Gary right leave it anyway um you wouldn't treat a dog like you wouldn't treat a dog like this Anyway, does any of that make sense? Look, all I'm saying is that it's difficult sometimes to show your personality or show that you're an interesting person in a work KK or maybe even a WhatsApp KK. You know, it's it's nice to, with the 20 quid limit, you can actually make some kind of very special presents um, rather than actually just buying something that you'll end up just getting, what, like a selection box, one of those head tickler things that you're not going to use after that, um, or, I don't know, bloody... Bloody crep protect spray, which actually will be a good present. I fucking ruined my shoes. <coughs> anyway, so I came up with a couple of ideas that should cost you less than 20 quid. Some of them might be completely free, but all they require is a bit of effort and a bit of planning from you. So here we go. Here's a little, here's a little gift idea, right? So if you go on Gutenberg.org, right? I'm not talking about bloody Steve Gutenberg. You're not going to find a lot of hot pics of the, the hot one from uh, Police Academy. No, we're talking about uh, the first printing press was Gutenberg, right? So there are books that are public domain, meaning they're copyright free and you can do whatever you want. Of course, you don't have to do this with a, you can be a bit naughty, 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 Trico, and do this with a book that isn't for public domain. But you can download the free free text files of an entire book, right? Like A Christmas Carol. Or, um, um, say, Romeo and Juliet, right? Shakespeare. You can download them and fuck with them. You can change the text. And if you go to get the text file and then you get like a Word document or Google Drive or whatever, Google Docs, you just type in find all, you know, and you can change the names. You can basically, all those little books you had, you know, Timmy and fucking Billy go to the circus and they would just change the names. You can do that. With big-time books, like A Christmas Carol. So how about instead of getting uh, Scrooge, how about you change it to fucking Hulk Hogan? <laughs> right? how, about you change, how about you change the character of Ebenezer Scrooge to Hulk Hogan and you just put loads of other celebrities in there and turn it into, like, you know, a romp uh, uh, Christmas Carol featuring all of your KK's favorite heroes or their best mates. So here's an excerpt here, right? So, um... So I've replaced I've replaced Bob Cratchit, Tiny Tim, and Scrooge here with some well-known uh, celebrities. So this is how it would read now that you've changed it. A Merry Christmas, Jim Core, said Hulk Hogan, with an earnestness that could not be mistaken, as he clapped him on the back, probably very hard because he's Hulk Hogan. A merrier Christmas, Jim Core, my good fellow, than I have given you for many a year. I'll raise your salary and endeavour to assist your struggling family, and we will discuss your affairs this very afternoon over a Christmas bowl of smoking Bishop Jim. Core, make up the fires, buy another coal scuttle before you dot another Jim Core. Hulk Hogan was better than his word. He did it all and infinitely more. And to tiny Pat Kenny, who did not die, he was a second father. Get that, print it off, uh, or bring it in to get like, uh, what was it called? Bound. Get a little bound book. Less than 20 quid. You can have A Christmas Carol. In, in parentheses, with the lads, you could call it, right? You could be like, a Merry Christmas, uh, a Merry Christmas, Jono, said Darren, <laughs> you know? I am I am the ghost of your ma. I am your ma instead of the ghost of Christmas future, you know? Uh, infinite, 
endless material. Um, Romeo and Juliet, you could be like, oh, Giffo, Giffo, wherefore art thou, Giffo? Deny thy father and refuse thy name, or if thou wilt not, be but sworn, my love, and I'll no longer be a Batman. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can do what genius, <laughs> genius material like that. I could do it with Terry. Oh, Terry, Terry, wherefore art thou, Terry? And I'll no longer be a Catwell. Do you know what I mean? I could be Romeo and Julia. Or you go on there and you just go to like Lady Charlie's Lover and start changing all the names in there. Do a little erotic fiction. You know? Up to you. But how cool would it be if you actually had, with gold foil, uh, a bound book of a re-edited classic? Maybe even your friend's classic. Maybe Peter Rabbit. Get rid of Peter Rabbit and replace it with um, John from Up the Road. Right? Or like... um, or like if you have not to say to you, you know, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be bullying anyone, you know, but if you do have someone like, you know, you know, Dirty Ron who lives in the estate and you just changed all all of Peter Rabbit to be about Dirty Ron, you know, the fella who lives in the estate. I've already talked about this kind of guy. He's 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 the he's a ready salted kid. Do you know what I mean? He's a bit weird. If you have anyone growing up, any kind of memeable person, put them in the book. Do it. Anyway, another interesting website, right, for maybe if you are patient enough and you like kind of messing around with little kind of um design tools and, and finicky bits, right? That's not the best way of selling this, but basically, you can make your own choose-your-adventure game. Remember Goosebumps, choose-your-own-adventure? You can write your own. You can write and print and save your own with an open-source software called InkleWriter. So if you go to InkleWriter.com, uh, no sponsor at all, you can basically do like a choose-your-own-adventure. You can be like, okay, you meet with the girls uh, for Christmas drinks. Do you go for a cocktail in Drury Buildings or do you go for a pint outside Grogan's, right? You choose... Drury Buildings, maybe there's a hot guy flirting with you. You go to Grogan's, which is a completely different story. You Maybe there's some L-lad burning the ear off you about something, and you get to choose what he burns the ear off you about. Maybe he shows you a magic trick. Maybe he kills one of the girls in the crew. Whatever. You can do whatever you want. It's just making something up, and that's also something you can print off and go to turn to, to different page. Inkle Writer does it all. Or you can just send them an online link if you want to save paper and say, look, I made a game. I made a game for us to all play. See who got to the end. See who see who won the fucking, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a fucking writer. <laughs> well, I am. I am, traditionally. So that's another game you can play. So there you are. You, have, so you can have a, a re-edited classic with your best mates in it by going to Gutenberg.org. Or you can go to Inklewriter and do a choose-your-own-adventure. Like, um, what's it? Boulder Snatch or whatever it's called. Uh, from Black Mirror. Um, or if you want something a bit more tactile based on something you already have. Monopoly, right? Get a, le- a label maker. Get yourself a set of Crayolas, right? There's a lot of this you can be d- done online, but you're never going to print it all off. Go to a printer, print off the labels. Go into Reeds or go into Eason's, right? Get labels uh, and get some Crayola coloring pencils or, or markers, right? And just put stickers, labels, over an existing Monopoly board and just change it. Change it to, um, change it to like, you know, all the boozers that you go for for the 12 pubs that you won't be able to go for. Or why don't you change it to, like, all the brunch spots that you check out. Or, like, just places you used to hang out. Like, you know, the shed, the swing. That was actually just a bit of rope hanging from a tree back in the day. Do you know what I mean? Um, you could just do mate scuffs. I tell you, who's Shrewsbury and Aylesbury, huh? And who's Kimmage and Crumlin? Oh. You can't even, can you even do that anymore? Even putting them on the, you know, the, the brown on the Monopoly board, yeah? I tell you, it won't be fucking brown anymore. Anymore. Crumlin, you man. Fucking price over there now. He'd be bloody uh, green or something now. <laughs> it won't be brown anymore. I'm not be bored. He'd be bloody green. I'm fucking, not far off fucking Shrewsbury. <laughs> uh, no, we were looking. We are looking at houses. Um, anyway, listen. Um, so you can do that. You can put t- put stickers on, change an existing Monopoly board that you have. Fuck your old Monopoly board. Do you know what I mean? Don't even matter if the stickers don't come off. It'll be a nice gift for your friend. Or if you do actually want to go one more, you can go on to uh, Hobby Lark. Uh, and there's a template you can use. You can print that off. Or if you want to use a free trial of Canva. I tell you, I've been using Canva for everything. This is not even a sponsor here. I use Canva. I find, I've always found Adobe and all those very difficult. I, I never fully understood layers and all that kind of stuff. Still don't bloody down the fucking freezing out there. <laughs> no, I don't understand the whole layer system of the Adobe suites of uh, making making things. I don't understand how it works, right? So um, I've been using Canva. And Canva's great because it'll just tell you. All the videos I've been doing has been Canva. But there's a free trial you can use, I think, for like a month. And it's just like, do you want to do an Instagram post? Do you want to do an Instagram story? Do you want to have a video in it? Do you want to, you know, whatever, whatever. My wife also uses it for uh, for her jewellery business, Inye. I don't know if you've seen that. But you guys, I tell you, here's a little gift for you. Now, you're going to have to be paying for it, right? But um, my wife, <laughs> it's not, not crazy prices. 
my darling wife Terry has launched a sustainable um, pre-loved jewellery um, store on Instagram called Inye Jewellery. Go over there and check it out. Give her, give her the old. I mean, it doesn't need it. It doesn't need it. It's, it's been very successful um, so far. But basically, what she's been doing is buying um, jewellery that has basically been. It's about to be smelted. You know what I mean? It's about to be melted down. Smelted or melted? I don't know. But it's about to be mel- melted down. Um, and she finds suppliers who buy this jewellery before it's melted. And then she then, you know, sells it on. But it's pre- pre-owned, pre pre-loved. It's a more sustainable way of buy- buying jewellery rather than walking into like, you know, um, I don't know, Zara or something like that. Or Topshop and buying something that's technically gold-plated but is not going to stand the test of time. It's a great way of building a collection in a more sustainable way. And that's the whole focus on that so go over to Inye you might be able to buy something although it's done on an auction basis and it's up by every Friday and if you got to be quick in to get in there um, and I'm very proud of her it's been very successful um, anyway listen she does she, she, so she uses Canva and I've been using Canva but you can use that if you want to make your own Monopoly board um, similarly guess who right my very good friend Fatty Burke aka Kathy Burke who uh, designed the t-shirts she fucking blew us all away one year when she did a KK for a group of friends and she had drawn everyone for Guess Who she's a fabulous artist and she had drawn us all for Guess Who um, from my mate Shane uh, she was his KK and it fucking blew us away but it, you don't have to go the whole hog of drawn you can also just print off 24 pictures of your mates and put them in the little thing and what you could do instead of asking about their appearance um, you could just ask about their personal life. Are they happy? <laughs> is your person happy in life? <laughs> and then all the fucking tiles just come down. Uh, is your person? Did your did your person get off with some some so in the bloody fortune? Uh, or you could have. Um, or do they have a beard? You know what I mean? You can be nice about it or you can just do school friends you haven't seen and probably won't see in a while, and then you can be a bit more you know gossipy. You know what I mean? Did you hear about them? <laughs> All the tiles go on at the go down. Um, so that's an option. You can have guess who with your friends. So as well as that, Cards Against Humanity. Um, now, look, they've had a problematic year. They had uh, an employee uh, accuse them of uh, of racial abuse. So that's kind of fucking, that's deplorable. That's not coming back from that. The co-founder did step down. Apparently, maybe there was other people came forward, but they were accused of a kind of toxic working environment, you know, and it's, and they famously were quite sound because they did a lot of stuff and they gave to like Planned Parenthood and stuff like that. They have made a lot of they have made a lot of kind of um, charitable donations for causes that I would probably, you know, lean towards. Well, I think they're all American, but you know what I mean. Um, but this apparently was the case. So I'm not necessarily jury still out on them. That's still six months ago. I don't want necessarily want to say buy Cards Against Humanity. It is still pretty cheap. It is under 20 quid, I think. But I'm just saying you can download it. That's not even necessarily like you're supporting them because it's free. But what you could also do is change the cards to do with your mates' names, right? So Cards Against Humanity, the whole thing is you have to fill in the blank with the most sick and depraved thing to make everyone laugh. And then someone decides whatever the funniest thing is. So you might have, and the Academy and the Academy Award goes to blank. And then you would have to put down, I don't know, um, uh, so say if it was my mate John Carroll. Say if I wanted to include my mate John Carroll, right? I would have... Uh, and the Academy Award goes to John Carroll's dribbly cock. <laughs> I, I would find that I would find that hilarious, right? <laughs> so I might come up with that, or it might be something like you know, um, um, <laughs> or it might be. I, this isn't a real person, but I'd say if it was like J.K. Rowling, uh, J.K. Rowling's new book, Harry Potter, and um, my mate Darren pushing shit down the the shower with his toes. <laughs> Right, that might be my. You might just come up with stuff like that off the top of the dome, hilarious stuff like that. You know, um, sorry about all that, but you could do that, and that could be funny. And or you could have like in jokes. You know, the Academy Award goes to, you know, um, Sarah's excuse for being late when she was clearly getting the ride, and her hair was tousled when I saw, and it was just, she was actually an absolute disgrace when I saw her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, but you can come up with these cards and come up with in-jokes for your friends. And it might be a fun thing to play. Even if you only play one round, you do 20. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot that you have to print out. Something to consider. It might be 15 minutes to kill the time at the work uh, Christmas Zoom. <laughs> oh, God. Now, also, did you know how cheap it is to print things? Did you know this? Did you notice? Did you know that, like, you can actually print proper fucking posters for, like, 15 quid? Maybe even less. I think Reeds do... Um, three for the price of two so if you wanted to i don't know if you need that much but the point i'm getting at is you know 
you go you go a year with your WhatsApp group, right? And you have memes and you have memes coming out the wazoo. You have recurring jokes that keep coming back. You might even have someone who's a little bit, you know, proficient in a bit of uh, Photoshop. And maybe they photoshopped something that funny in a WhatsApp group chat. And it was really good. And you keep re- reposting it. Maybe you have your own little memes that you post, you know, in the in the chat that, you know, you're constantly reusing the same jokes. Why not get a poster printed of one? Why not get something post printed or put it in a frame? You know, your WhatsApp recurring meme jokes. Don't let them die when you get your new phone. You're going to get your new phone. All your media is going to be gone when you get your new phone, right? Let let some of these things get off the digital realm and onto your fucking wall. And I'm not talking about the lad with the big Johnson sitting on the edge of the bed. Got enough of him this year. I'm talking about, you know, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever memes you have. But not not that lad, you know? Um, maybe you photoshopped... Uh, Maybe you bloody photoshopped all your heads on those lads at the Ghanaian uh, funeral, you know, and maybe it was like because you, and, and you're carrying your mate out because maybe 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 he came back a little drunk and he's in the doghouse. And then you photoshopped your your faces as the as the pallbearers at the Ghanaian funeral. And you just want to, you know, lads, 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 you know what I mean? That's our that's our carry on. I don't do that sort of carry on. I don't know. I, 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 all the jokes I make are to Terry and then I see if they're okay and then I post them onto the lads group if she gives me the thumbs up or she gives me the thumbs down like Caesar. <laughs> anyway, um, or did your mate maybe have a viral tweet? Maybe did your mate post something about the toy show and it got like a hundred retweets or, you know, a load of things and they're very proud of it. Maybe that's their pinned tweet that they have now that they're very proud of. Why don't you get that framed? Maybe they got in touch. My, my mate Joe is constantly trolling Duncan Bannatyne. And, like, Duncan Bannatyne keeps calling him illiterate and a moron, and he just does not stop. And it's I love it. It makes me so happy. So if I had him for KK, I'd probably get one of those printed off. You know, like, literally, I don't have the tweets here, but they're hilarious. And he's constantly, <laughs> he's constantly, constantly trolling him. And just maybe have the whole thread there, you know? Um... Get it printed. Get it framed. Maybe someone spoke to you on Insta. Maybe someone got reshared by someone, you know? I sometimes see people who do like drawings um, of celebrities and then like Will Smith might reshare the, the picture. Why don't you get things like that, you know, uh, framed, framed for your friend? So those are the thoughtful KK presents, right? But you know what? I felt a little, bl- I, I felt like the toy show in terms of toy content gave me bloody blue baubles. I was left blue baubled because there wasn't enough toys on it. Look, I know that's what they needed to do. And I was great that that's what they did. But I did not get my toy fix. Because what did they what what did the, the the Zoom audience end up getting? They ended up getting vouchers. They ended up getting a Fitbit. They didn't get like you know a ba- an animatronic Baby Yoda. You know they didn't get any of the kind of the stuff that you're like ah oh, fucking sickener. You know the sort of stuff that you'd watch, and you'd kind of just be like, would I actually give that to my nieces or nephews? You know, or would I? Is that could I keep that? I don't I don't know I have no space for a Barbie Dreamhouse, but would I actually keep it? You know what I mean? You were never. You know, you were never playing those kind of mental gymnastics this season or this season, this year, you know, because all the all the gifts were, were not, were, you know, were fucking great. So I was left blue baubled. So what I have here is a list of the 56. I'm not going to read them all, right? The 56 top toys. These are the must have toys of the year. And I'm going to go through and I'm going to see what I think. Uh, this is on Hello, Ma- Hello Bloody Magazine. What's next? Bloody Bye Bye Book. <laughs> Hello Magazine. What's next? See you later, fucking leaflet. <laughs> anyway um, So this is Oh speaking of fucking late late See Adam King's Lovely little Adam King He wanted to be in fucking um, Don't need to swear when I'm talking about a child um, He wanted to be fucking ground control I'm swearing again Why I swear again He wanted to be ground control I talked about it on the Late Late Toy Show I don't know if you saw Little Adam King He won the hearts of the nation He was so sweet He carried around a laminated heart That said a hug for you and the fucking O was too big because he couldn't spell right. Right? <laughs> He's a little, lovely kid. Uh, adorable child. And on post are now putting that on all the postage that's going out. They're literally spreading the hug from little Adam King. And he got to meet Chris Hadfield, actual uh, spaceman. So all my best to the Kings and especially Adam. I don't really care about the rest of them. Um, and also the kid, um, Rock is the Best Medicine. What was his name again? The kid, uh, rock is the best medicine. Hang on, talking to each other for a second. Rock is the best medicine. Tell you, the rock is the best medicine. Um, what's his name? Noah, little Noah. Yeah, little Noah is. Um, he's released the song 
on iTunes, and all the money's going to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which I think is very sweet. But I will say, Noah, I would fucking, I'd make hay while the fucking sun shines, son. I would fucking make hay, bro. Whatever, maybe give this one to Make-A-Wish, but maybe the next ones, you need to start getting that cash in now. Because I heard him on, no, I mean, obviously it's very nice. I, I, I'm not saying don't give it to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, but, you know, He's a lot of eyes on him right now. You know what I mean? And I won't, maybe won't always, you know, I'm not having a go. I don't want to discourage the child. In fact, you know what's annoyed me about this whole thing, right? The child, <laughs> this boy. Is he was on the Late Late and everyone kept talking about him being a star. And I think, how about to talk to Noah? How about we reframe how we talk to children? Even I was looking at this list of, kid, of, of toys and one of the toys here is like a little camera. And it's like for the future social media star, right? Do not, can we drop the rhetoric around star or celebrity or, you know, all, and just say, okay, Noah, do you like music? Do you want to make good art? Do you know what I mean? Do you want, do you want to rock? Would you consider that if you got to play, you know, in your, you have a regular job, but you and the band get to play every Friday in the boozer? Do you know what I mean? And it's an ongoing band that you have with your mates. Would you not consider that to be a successful music maker? Do you know what I mean? Rather than star, because he was on Oliver Callan. Well, it was Ryan Tuberty. Yes, I listened to fucking radio once. So what? I'm an adult now, right? And Oliver Callan was on, and he was talking to him, and he's like, um, "So are you going to be so tell? So Noah, obviously you're going to be a big star." And Noah's like, "Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know I am." Do you want to just reframe to Noah? How about? And are you going to be rocking? Like, are you just going to fucking rock, bro? Do you know what I mean? Or do you want to make music? Do you want to make people happy with your music? Like the. Be a star is not a goal that you want to, I think, give to a child because there's no end goal and there's only disappointment because there's always, there's always, you can always contextualize it, you know? You know, you know, you always contextualize it, you know? <laughs> this fucking South African, right? Um, it's me, the South African child psychologist. You do not want to have people, you do not want to have children uh, be stars, right? You want them to be um, successful in their own happiness and their own uh, fucking prunts, you know? You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying they need to change the language around Noah and 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 that shit, whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, so these are the 56 top toys for Christmas. Let's have a look. Um, okay, so looking like number one, one of the top ones, animatronic baby Yoda. Yeah, if you can get it. Oh my god, 70, 80 euros. Wow, but it looks bloody brilliant. Look, let me tell you about baby Yoda. Right, I know what you're feeding me. All right, I've already talked about Gremlins up top. I love Gizmo. Santa famously got me the wrong gizmo for Christmas. He ended up getting me Spike. I was still very patient about it. I think I just froze and just started shaking and vibrating. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. You know me and my child of divorce. This is actually pre-divorce, so I think I might have handled it better. But anyway, we won't get into that now, right? <laughs> We're not get into that. This is not fucking child psychology, right? We don't need that right now, right? All I'm saying is that I loved it dearly. And I know, this is what I'm saying. What they're giving me, what they're serving up with Baby Yoda is gizmo, okay? It's gizmo. Literally, you can reskin Gizmo. If if ba Baby Yoda is like another sprite version of Gizmo, if there was a Gizmo beat em up game and they had to beat up Gizmos later on in the game and they run out of characters and they just had to reskin old Gizmos, that's what Baby Yoda is, right? If I can use a game analogy, if you don't know what I'm talking about, whatever, I'm finished now. I'm talking about that. So I know that and I don't fucking mind it. And also, I actually look, controversial opinion here. I think Mandalorian is so good that I actually think it could survive without. Baby Yoda. I'm going to talk about Disney for a second here, right? I'm just going to not talk overly about, but a few people were asking me about some of the Star Wars announcements, right? A couple of new series have been announced for Disney+. Plus. Disney is going fucking hell for leather, right? And I know I very accurately predicted last year that Disney knew something about this year and they were top-loading everything into TV. I mean, obviously they know that the only movies that people go see are Disney films and people are watching more TV and they've now fully invested in Disney+. Plus. And it's actually very exciting to see what's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Um, in the, in the coming uh, months and years, right? But a lot of Star Wars stuff and not all, you know, John Favreau, Dave Filoni helmed because these are the guys who have brought and made Mandalorian kind of what it is. The best thing since Empire Strikes Back, Imho, right? Um, so there's a couple of new shows that are coming out. Look, don't worry about it. I'm not going to talk about it for too long, right? But there's a couple of new Star Wars shows coming out and I'm excited about it, right? I'm genuinely, I'm normally a, a Star Wars skeptic, but I actually think what The Mandalorian has shown is that there literally you do not have to have the echoes of the it's totally just been so free of the shackles of fucking now they have been on Tatooine quite a lot I get that right 
but they've also been to crazy tropical planets. It isn't about it isn't about how you know. Let's roll a dice on a kind of geoform, and then you know now it's ice planet, now it's tropical land planet. It hasn't been about that. It's been small towns. It's been small groups on the planet. The planets almost kind of fallen by the wayside, you know. But you have kind of seen the wide diverse, and this has obviously been like a lone wolf and cub. It's been like kung fu, kind of walking the earth, you know, the kind of adventure of the week kind of stuff. He goes into people's lives, he saves the day, and then he helps them along his overarching path, which is also why I kind of think that it doesn't necessarily even need Baby Yoda, because I would actually just watch Mando do his thing. But it is great that it has that heart at the end of it, that this bond. But I should be, I should be, worried about the amount of new Star Wars stuff. There's got a Ahsoka Tan, which is she's the last Jedi trained by Anakin. She now has her own show. She's going to be potentially going up against Admiral Thrawn, which is a character from the books that they've and the comics that they've now reintroduced because I think it was in the old books back before Disney bought Star Wars. Now they've reused it in the the Thrawn Marvel comics and I think he featured as well in uh, Clone Wars. This is going to be so boring for a lot of people who are listening to this, but don't worry, it's almost five minutes left, right? Um, and as well as that, they're also doing uh, fucking Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, which is not going to be the same time as Mando. It's probably going to be... Actually, I don't know, actually. I don't know when it would, when it would be. Um, but anyway, a new Obi-Wan show with fucking Hayden Christensen back as Darth Vader. That is insane. That is insane. They had every opportunity. They had every opportunity not to do that. But maybe... Look, I don't think Hayden Christensen's a bad actor. I think he had a bad, dramatic director leading him down the wrong paths. And he went hard. For decisions, you know, what George Lucas really wanted was fucking James Dean, and he thought he had James Dean and Jake Lloyd, and he thought he had James Dean and Hayden Christensen, and he just—I don't think he got it wrong, but he couldn't fucking direct James Dean. So you got James Dean's like having a fucking black stallion, you know, <laughs> which look unpredictable. Like you're not going to be able to fucking corral that. What makes George Lucas a guy that they literally sacked in Star Wars two, to you know? you know, to not direct fucking Empire Strikes Back that he can fucking direct James Dean. So anyway, I don't know why they have Aiden Christensen back, but look, maybe this can be redeemable. I think Obi-Wan is fantastic as, uh, or Hugh McGregor is fantastic as Obi-Wan. I'm excited about that. You got the new Lando miniseries, which is just even by the typeface looks kind of cool in 70s and it's got the director of Dear White People. I don't know if it's going to be Donald Glover back, but look, I liked what he did in Solo. Was the best thing in Solo was Donald Glover. Hopefully it is him back. I don't know. Can't be sure. But the one I'm not mad on is Andor, right? Uh, this guy, Andor Cassian, it was in Rogue One, right? He was the guy who was, Diego Luna played him. And, like, we know he dies because everyone dies in Rogue One. That's not even a spoiler. Everyone dies. We know everyone dies because they say that in A New Hope. When they get the plans for the Death Star, they say a lot of people died to get this information, right? Your one fucking pauses and does that big dramatic pause to talk about all the rebels who tried to bring the information in. So why do I care? You know what I mean? Why do I care? I do not care about this character. I know he dies. I do, And I didn't like Rogue One. I'm not mad on that. But anyway, as a Star Wars skeptic in general, I still am excited. I'm actually excited. I think what we could see in these series might even make the original trilogies be like, what? The, well, that's just boring. Like I think Mandalorian is making the original trilogies boring. I think it's making it like kind of obsolete because it's so much better. It's exactly all the stuff that I obsessed about in Star Wars that Return of the Jedi probably didn't even deliver for me. It was just the obsession with the aliens, obsession with the the places, the groups, the bounty hunters, the 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 clans, the fucking all the races and planets and you know, speeders and vehicles and everything, all the lore of it all, which is not necessarily the George Lucas story machine and certainly not the fuck of a fuck with the fucking Skywalkers. Like, it's not what I'm about. But I get now a fucking DK encyclopedia of all of the Star Wars weapons and, 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 and races and going through it and, you know, looking at those kind of 3D kind of maps of the Millennium Falcon. That's what I was into. And I feel like that's the world building. And Star Wars probably always should have been on TV. That's what I think. That's just fucking what I think. So I actually think that these shows are not going to take away from anything. I don't think it's I think it is a it is a sopping wet milky teat to be drained <laughs> is the Star Wars uh, landscape. And I'm very excited about it. I'm excited about these new shows. I think it is it is um, a deep, deep vein to mine. So, yeah, baby Yoda's a Twitter. Anyway, um, next up, LOL Surprise OMG Remix 4 in 1 Plane this is a 90 fucking 100 euro LOL. Look, the the LOL surprises. I don't like these little slut babies. I don't like it. I didn't like to see my niece play with it. I don't like it. Like they have 
they're done up. Brats is one thing, right? Brats are ambiguous. The LOLs are actual fucking babies. Brats are like these. They're all fucking hypersexual, right? And I'm not I'm into them. Not, this isn't like this isn't my fucking hottest toys fucking Disney edition, right? I'm not being a weirdo here, right? I don't like them. I don't like kids playing with them. And they shouldn't have a fucking plane, right? They can't be trusted, right? Hyper fucking sexualized babies with a fucking plane. I don't want it. Get these hypersexualized babies off this motherfucking plane. Don't like it. Paw Patrol. I would have been mad for Paw Patrol. I know it. Because the dogs are young, young, cool guys. But like Daniel Tiger, they're kind of like me. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of like on the level, cool dudes. Uh, they're kind of superheroes. I don't know anything about Paw Patrol. Next. <laughs> I don't know anything about Paw Patrol. Um, present Pets Fancy Puppy Interactive Toy. Okay. Do you know what I love? Do you know what I miss? A little dog. Be like, hi, 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 hi. And then do a backflip and never land it, right? That's what I love. The kind of toys that were so... See, that's what you had. You had these kind of plush toys. that when they, had, when they had animatronics back in my day, the entire skeleton, like, it was really just a, a plastic toy covered in a very soft... Uh, fabric, right? But these new ones, you know, the legs are soft, the arms are soft, the body's soft. Maybe they have a, bit, a small, hard bit at the back. Back in my day, it was pretty much a fucking exoskeleton that was just been draped in a bit of fabric. You go to hug it and fucking poke your eye out, right? So I'm not into this pet. Uh, Uno. I love Uno. I'm shite at it. I'm shite at it, right? But this is the new Mattel Uno game showdown where it actually just spits the cards at you. Like, um, Looks all right. What do we got here? Squeaky, the balloon dog. He's a little balloon dog. He sounds like, he looks like a balloon. He looks like a real balloon dog, right? You know when people make dogs out of balloon animals? Um, but this apparently you can deflate and pop it with a pin and it actually deflates and then inflates. You pump it back up. You f- it says, feed me my pump and I'll pee and fart. It says here. <laughs> uh, it's got over 60 sounds and dog-like movements. Let me tell you what you do instead. Sit down with your little one. You say, hey, little one. Little Annie, you say, hey, little Annie, I'm going to actually show you how to make uh, balloon animals. And you show them how to make a dog. You can do the whole joke. Oh, look, a snake. And you haven't done nothing with it. It's very simple. Have YouTube there. Spend a bit of fucking quality time instead of getting cheap fucking tat. <laughs> it's actually not cheap at all. It's 70 euro. Um, oh, here we go. The Razor Crest. The Mandalorian ship. Oh, give it. Give it to me. <sighs> My wife doesn't let me get fucking Lego. My mom got me a little, she found this like little General Grievous. It came with like a star, a Lego book, right? She works in a news agency. She gets to get the toys sometimes for free, right? And she got me a little General Grievous. And I was messing, I played with it for like two hours, building this small little General Grievous. I'm so fucking desperate for Lego. And my wife just will not. I want a, I want the whole Death Star. I want the whole Millennium Falcon. I want the mass, I want the 700 fucking quid Lego Death Star. I want it all. It's probably too advanced for me anyway. Anyway, look, uh, it looks great. Um, I'd say that's the fucking toy, the Millennium there. I'd love that. Barbie's food truck. Hey, Barbie. She's wearing, here she, here she is. Um, she still looks from the, the head part like a supermodel, but now she's wearing, she looks like she's dressed like Al from Home Improvement. Uh, I don't know about that now, Tim. Um, he look, She looks like Al and she's doing a little food truck, kind of like uh, John Favreau, a little chef, chef job, a little Cubano from Barbie. 30 pieces. They're all going to get stuck in your kid's throat. 30 fucking pieces. Yeah, good luck to you. All right, this looks unreal. Playmobil, Back to the Future, DeLorean set. Do they even like Back to the Future? Do they even know what that is? Do they even get the fact that Back to the Future is just a story about how you don't want to become your parents and here you are buying your kid a toy to be like, do not do not be like me. Read the subtext of this film. You're going to end up being a fucking waster who doesn't get to do a sci-fi novel like your old man. You know what I mean? There's a larger tone here for Back to the Future, but it looks class. Although I always thought, not having a go. I always thought Playmobil was uh, was was fucking Lego with dummies. Not having a go. Not having a go. But you know what I mean? It's already built for you. What do you? Then why did it look so rudimentary? Why did it look so stupid? You know what I mean? Their faces. Um, a lot of lads after the old Dysons, the old Hoovers. Now I know personally, my son, his face lights up when I uh, when I get the Dyson. I just get him a little Dyson, let him actually fucking Hoover, put the boy to work. Um, now what's next? Gotta go, flamingo. Feed me. I do a magic poop. What is we? We never got to do this. We've always found poop funny, but we never got to celebrate poop being funny. This is bollocks. We I was robbed of a childhood. Press me and I poo. 
Magic, magic poo. Gotta go flamingo. Uh, the lively pink flamingo doesn't just sing. It uh, it wiggles and poops. <laughs> Imagine that on blind day. This lively pink flamingo doesn't just sing. He mimics and poops. Contestant number one. Um, what do we got here? A little walkie dog. Another LOL surprises. I do not like these kids. Um, what else we got here? Um, here we go. Minecraft Lego. See, I'm I'm just. This is all I want for Christmas, right? Just give me fucking Lego. I don't want, you know. You know, I'm, people always ask me what do you need, and I'm always like, oh, stuff stuff for the house. You know what I mean? Give me Lego. Something no one else can take away from me. Nothing Terry can use. Something my I'm not very good at jigsaws. Give me exactly. I'm very good at flat pack furniture. You want to see build my little son's high chair the other day? That was incredible, right? I love Lego. Just give me tasks. Just te- give me an hour where I don't have to fucking think. Sorry. Anyway, look, Lego. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, though, Lego is very expensive. If you want a cheap alternative that possibly is a complete counterfeit, you want to check out Lepin, L-E-P-I-N, which is a Chinese <laughs> knockoff that you can get online. And it seems to be, they lived your life like a candle in the wind. No, it seems like uh, every uh, two years after Lego sets are made, uh, they, go on, they go on Lepin. So you won't find this year's selection. And they don't come in a box. They only come in a bag. You got a bag of loose blocks um, with uh, instructions. But it also means that there's um, there's like LED kits and stuff to light up your 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 Lepin sets. Anyway, just give me the fucking Lego. Anyway, next up, I tell you what, just the Lego. Now Lego's also doing Super Mario. Do you know what you can get in Lego, right? I'm not going to be fucking burning your off here with Lego, right? You can get a whole NES. You have to build a NES, a Nintendo entertainment system, right? As well as a controller and a TV and an actual Lego playable Mario game that's on the TV. You actually literally fold, roll this thing and literally like a conveyor belt. Each Lego set comes around and it looks like stuff's moving on the TV and all of it's made by Lego. I think that's so fucking cool. That'll be my fucking top tip for the year. Um, look, I've been burning the year off you here. Uh, this is just, <laughs> this is really, really, really fizzled out here. I think I really fizzled out when I started talking about uh, when I started talking about <laughs> fucking um, when I started talking about um, Star Wars. But here's another tip for you here. Who's it's a good game to play over Christmas if you have a PlayStation or you have even a PC. I highly recommend playing the Jackbox games. Right. Jackbox Party games. You can get them on PS4. They even come in as, as a selection. If you have any working laptop, you can probably even get them on Steam Store online. I highly recommend them for Christmas. It's a quality game to play around the table, and everyone plays it on their phone, which is great. And and it, and it means that there's no... If you're like my fucking wife and her family, everyone thinks they're fucking quiz master, and everyone thinks that they know the rules better than everyone is shouting at each other. This is what's great about uh, the Jackbox uh, game is that you can actually, it just organizes. It's like having a quiz master saying, this is the time limit, everyone get your things in. If you don't have them in, you don't have them, you know. And there's loads of different types of games. There's a Pictionary type game. There's a kind of um, um, Would I Lie to You style game. There's even an Unreal game where you come put raps as robots and you have to write your own freestyle raps. But the only th- the best part is you only have to write one one word and then, the, and then you just have to write another sentence that rhymes with the end of that word. It's really, really simple. There's even another one where you can come up with your own T-shirt designs that you draw on your phone, and you can actually even have them printed. I highly recommend the Jackbox Party games. Look, whatever you're doing, I hope you have a fucking phenomenal Christmas. I I don't know. This is probably, probably, probably really fizzled out, this one, <laughs> this podcast. But look, you don't always have to end on a closer. This is a podcast at the end of the day. I want to thank everyone very much for your very kind continued support for listening to this pod I want to thank of course my sponsor the Dubliner Irish Whiskey now look if I can plug myself here for a second bloody plugging myself around the clock now listen um, I could plug a few things that you get your friends or family if they like me if they like if they want to buy something from me um, one thing is I have a handful of t-shirts left if you want to go on to um, the, it's, it'll be live just for the rest of this week everything will be sent out by the end of this week so hopefully it'll be with you next week because um, all the t-shirts are there but I have a couple of t-shirts just left over I have some of the fuck the boats fucking Ron lick out master t-shirts there um, they were sold out but I had to get a couple more printed because I forgot to print a couple of sizes and I got a couple more there so there's a handful of t-shirts there about 20 in general uh, there'll also be uh, a link in the description here where you can check that out or as you know by now I do an extra podcast every Every single week that's patreon behind a paywall and you could give that to a friend uh, patreon 
weirdly enough don't have an easy way of gifting a subscription but if you wanted to buy it for a month or two and um, let your friend have carte blanche and then whatever if you want to continue whatever you don't want to continue whatever you could do that you could even split it between your friends if you want to do that it's the equivalent of a price of a pint a month i think it's six euro now because that includes the vat um and you could listen to all of the episodes that you didn't get to listen to um for this year they're all up there on the patreon all brand new episodes things to do like uh movie reviews of home alone um, there's a movie review um, of Hocus Pocus around Halloween. There's Fatal Deviation, Bad Deviation, <laughs> Bad Boys. Um, there's lists like my top five uh, video games of all time. There is uh, best toys of all time. There is loads on there. Look, there's loads, loads on there. There's a little rant as well that I had when I was a bit stressed. I was a bit stressed last week and it was me just ranting for about 45 minutes. That was the last podcast um, that my patrons got to enjoy, people who pay and support that sort of thing. So if you wanted that, you can go over there um, and do it for a month. If not, don't worry. Again, I would like to thank my very kind sponsor, the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. And if you want to go onto their website, thedld.com, you can get 10% off whiskeys with uh, code FUCKTHEBOATS. And look, thank you. I hope you have a very fucking Merry Christmas. But look, I'll be talking to you next week anyway. Don't you worry about that. Next week as well, the release of my brand new Christmas single about elves sitting on a shelf. So look out for that. Thank you very much, guys. All the best. Bye-bye.